What up, what up? Hello. Welcome to, to Sacral Stimulation. We got um we got someone here with us today. We have a virtual guest. Yeah, we got a virtual guest. Um <laughs> somebody that has found us who we just figured out. They found Sacral Stimulation through Ash. So shout out Ash. We love you, yeah. Chica. Ash is always repping. Yeah, she is, man. She's and like sharing she's so and supporting. Yeah. So Ash actually brought us this beautiful Leo lady that we have here to interview. Um, so go ahead, introduce yourself. Mm -hmm. Hello, hello. So my name's Laura. Um, some folks call me LJ. LJ. Uh, yeah, LJ is like my fun name. LJ is like my all-inclusive name. Like mm. just all of the different facets of who I am, LJ kind of includes. So those who really know me, they're like, oh yeah, that's LJ, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. This is so cool. Um, I love to talk about this stuff. Like I was saying to you, um, yeah, sacral stimulation is where it's mm -hmm. at right now. Like, please, yeah, sign me up. So in, our, so in our conversation right before this, you were saying that like, when you first did your yoga teacher training that the sacral space and like relationship space was like it felt like okay this is where i like exist right now mm -hmm. how long yeah. ago did you do your yoga teacher training like how long have you been doing that? i actually just finished um in november i just finished my 200 hour it was stretched out over like eight months so i started okay. in april of this year and just finished yeah mm, and how was that don't you love yoga teacher training mm -hmm. yeah it was a, a whole journey um i really loved the structure because we had each weekend starting at the root chakra we focused on a different chakra each weekend so mm -hmm. my message and my yogic teachings um and offerings are really based in like chakra knowledge and chakra practices um and yeah the sacral weekend just had me on my knees and surrendered to like everything that I had to learn. Um, I was going through a, like a major physical like release and shed of, you know, my own stuff. So that sacral chakra weekend really struck me and it was beautiful. Um, and I was like, okay, I have something that is juicy here. And it felt so aligned um, from dealing with relationship abuse in my own life and just along my path meeting so many women and so many young women who have undergone uh you know some kind of suffering with um trauma or relationship abuse like patterns with relationships and that to me i interpret that as our relationship with ourselves as well it's relationship with the self and others because it's one and the same and uh yeah so i work with mostly women to kind of reclaim that sense of self and that um, w that inner sovereignty of your body, your mind. So yeah, the sacral is so transformational. Mm -hmm. So is that, so those are your offerings now as a yoga teacher, you're working with like women in just like the space of like sensual movement. Cause I, I like, I was telling you, I watched your videos and like the way you move, it is like in that space yeah. of like, I, um, I've been a dancer my whole life. So, um, and I just, I love performance and performing in general. And like sensuality was something that allowed me to express and perform 
on some kind of dramatic level because the sensuality is like it, it's to fulfill these senses whether those are visuals or smells or tastes or sounds mm-hmm. right so music and pretty things like these just light me up so um yeah i was always playing with like sound and moving my hands or my arms or something you know and um i was i danced as a as a young child and I grew into a young woman and realized I wanted to take that to the strip club. So I was like, let me see what's going on over here. And five years later, it's probably the biggest like learning experience. And I call it a science experiment. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, really allowed me to tap into what that sensuality means for me and what it means for so many other women. We all have this unique approach to sensuality. So um, it's really taken taken me places. Um, yeah. And so with incorporating sensuality into my offerings, um, it's like a, a blend of yoga and dance. You know, mm-hmm. I don't really have like a structured flow kind of thing. Um, I like to work one-on-one with people who are, you know, I like to say going and growing through something um, or healing and dealing. Uh, so if, you know, someone's just had a rough breakup or traumatic kind of like relationship experience um you know like getting yourself back to a place of maybe um having a movement practice daily having a you know a good relationship with food and nutrition and tapping into the moon and our our sacral potential there Mm -hmm. um so yeah rooted in womb wellness as well like that that little influence there that's beautiful so is these and these are like one-on-one sessions that you're doing with people yeah yeah beautiful Uh, i love i have um i have been doing workshops in person mostly for the past year um, and now I'm holding space virtually once a month for a, a, like a free just moon circle gathering just for whoever's interested. Um, and then I also uh, am going to be holding some group containers after the new year for multiple people to kind of be in a program together, um, almost like the virtual version of my in-person workshops. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I'm doing right now and just hopping all over visiting my friends hosting circles and workshops wherever I can so I love that that's like the dream life like right. just bouncing around doing spreading your magic everywhere no. yeah you know what thank you for that reminder yeah <laughs> it really is it's yeah. so beautiful yeah. to just see you know the freedom to do that that's like sacral living like mm-hmm. seriously like living in the space of like very in the flow in. yeah yeah so yeah. you've been dancing at the club for five years. <clears throat> yeah, I've danced on and off, you know, like it's it's kind of been there. Um, I've I've gone through, you know, a few different trains and stuff. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like leaning. <laughs> um, dancing has kind of always been there to, you know, support. Um, the lifestyle that I like to live, which is one of indulgence and the fine, finer things, you know? So, yeah. So what's Um, your favorite part about that? Like in the club? My favorite part, like period. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like the first thing that comes up is probably the like flexibility and the freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, and the next thing that comes up that comes to mind is the dress up and mm. like the glitz and glam. 
um, it's like going to prom every night mm. and like bloody. <laughs> that is true. So to me, like people who go to the strip club are not very like, and maybe I'm just being like stereotypical, but they're not the most like aware people, you know, like when it comes to like consciousness, how do you like deal with that? Like you being so enlightened and like conscious, how do you deal with like the outside world not being, or yeah. you just like, fuck it, I'm just here to get money and <laughs> put on this show because yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, so it's, there's a scope to this that, um, it goes really, really deep and there's so many layers to this in general, like there's, you know, when we talk about like high vibrational patterns and low vibrational patterns, like we generally know that like loud music bunch of people and chaotic energy um isn't always beneficial to the spirit but um I've gotten serious about my my one protection rituals and you know I my money magic I've gotten really serious about um so respecting the income and out outflow of money um, I cleanse my money. Like if it's got bad energy on it, if it's come from somebody sketchy, who knows, you know, mm -hmm. um, cleanse and sage and selenite, like, you know, just on the dresser, <laughs> you know, like, uh, I've, um, really gotten to meet some of the most unique and interesting people. And like that energy, you can use that chaotic energy, um, and, you know, I call myself an alchemist. Like you hand me something and I'm going to learn from it and do, I'm going to digest it in some way and take what I need from it. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's working the schedules that I need and that benefit me and my energy most. Like I was not a nighttime girl. I was not a weekend girl. You would see me at the club Wednesday through Friday, like during the day, during the lunchtime shift, because that was what benefited me. But some of my friends, you know, like they're just, they would be like, no, I just, I, I like the nighttime shift better. I like the, the people in there better. And, you know, it's about kind of knowing yourself and your own energy, um, well enough to then know how you can alchemize like with that energy and that income, that abundance of en energy, like all around you, there's alcohol, there's drugs, there's, you know, you have to really know how to know who you are and yeah alchemize whatever energy comes through the door mm -hmm. oh. yeah that's beautiful yeah. i love that the protection part mm -hmm. like you know mm -hmm. that's so mm -hmm. important going into those spaces so there were clubs that um well some clubs have different rules and when i whenever i was allowed to carry like uh like a bag like a little clutch or a money bag i would call it um, I would always have an obsidian or something like that in my bag. Mm. Maybe <laughs> yeah. Like, something like that, like, with me. Mm. I used to be outside uh, with Kilo Santo on the on the smoking patio. Like, the girls would know that that was my routine when I would get into work. And, like, there's also a sisterhood in that that is, like, so special and precious. But, mm. um, yeah, so I, I would be really serious about my routines. And, honestly, too, another thing that I think is a misconception even I had when I was going into the industry is, like, you don't have to take every customer that walks in there. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you can really say, no, nah, you're not for me. Like, you can, and having that discernment, having your intuition to really read people, 
have to walk in a room and really know what's going on with people, like see through people and mm. um, powerful cool you know mm-hmm. so do you go in with the like because i have lots of friends who dance and like some that like go in and they like put on a whole new like you know like a whole new person a whole new like cloak or do you just you know mutual like you know this is the exchange mm-hmm. you give me your money and i give you a little booty shake or whatever you know yeah. like yeah um so i i fall somewhere like in between like I have a stage name and maybe a different kind of like sass or attitude maybe mm-hmm. um but generally the what this is me like this is how yeah. I will talk to somebody and people love that about me so because the, then they'll they'll really be like oh wow like and men like mm-hmm. they're like oh you actually have something between your ears and I'm like yeah I'm like you know mm-hmm. and men they'll be like so surprised they're like you got I'm, a brain yeah. <laughs> yeah. seriously yeah. And, and you know one that shows, <laughs> that shows the state of how our men think um you know we are but you know I really think there's an opportunity there because I'm I'm not a like you know fuck men like I'm not not like Mm -hmm. that I love men they're you know they have their their purpose and they're great when they're great and this whole industry and this whole experiment has taught me is that men are actually really just vulnerable little creatures just (laughs) running around like they just like supervised or babysat like and they like they need like (laughs) they really do they just need guidance and that like yeah it just it yeah. just is but, what it is and I'm okay with that <laughs> but guess what they're gonna have to pay me to do <laughs> give me the money yeah, yeah. so um <clears throat> like that's the thing is I I started to just see like the male psyche totally different mm-hmm. and I admire the attraction and that whole like exchange of lust and what women you know, how women act in that environment too and like what really brings a man there and like yes don't get me wrong there there are some questionable people mm-hmm. in any place that you go you know yeah. I'm walking down the street I feel more uncomfortable walking around in public with weirdos than in the strip club mm-hmm. quite honestly um at least at the club there's like cameras and security and everybody kind of goes into that place with a general understanding that we're there to worship women. We're there to like the whole exchange. If you really watch it from start to finish, there's offerings, there's worship, there's, um, uh, you know, confessional there. Mm -hmm. It's it's a whole sacred experience. And, um, Maybe if like that's the case too, then the people who step in are really in need of that energy and that healing mm. and the medicine that that can bring. Yeah, so I say that to my husband all the time because he's like, "Why do you like the strip club so much? Why do you like to go?" And I'm like, "I love beautiful women. I love them in their sauce." And I say it all the time that it is that like you're you're giving them offerings. You're it can yeah. be so sacred and so beautiful, but to think of it like that extra layer of the people that are like showing up there are in desperate need of like softness and 
like that, that's, yeah. that's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like physical touch, um, so you know. Important. Yeah, and so even important. if it's like, you know, just like having someone like touch your shoulder or like caress you in like a nice way or like, and you know, there's no safe places for um, someone to seek these resources, you know, without like, you know, feeling <clears throat> the the stigma that comes with hiring a sex worker or like, you know, having to navigate like really sticky waters. Like it's, it's, there's a lot of shame around that for men um, because of how we talk about it too. Men mm-hmm. hear us talk about other women as prostitutes or this or that, or just, and then they feel shame around that too. So for the people who are lonely and the people who would be willing to pay for consensual services in exchange, mm-hmm. like it's, it's, there's you know, so there's much a lot shame. of shame. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's where do we sad. hold that? You know, we hold that in our sacral. Mm-hmm. And so that's men out here who are operating with a, a really wounded sacral too. Um, and I think there's just a lot of healing when we like, you know, intermingle those lines of like, women showing up vulnerable and men showing up vulnerable mm-hmm. in the same place. And that happens in the strip club. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It really does. There's like breakthroughs. I've been crying in the club with people. Like, <laughs> I like... love that. <laughs> You're, that's so funny. They, they thought they were getting a lap dance, but they got their whole soul. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Like they'll be like, Oh my God, is this girl going to mention energy anymore? Like, yeah. <laughs> It's like a whole ass healing session. It really is. It's really beautiful to look at it like that because Mm -hmm. it's like, again, like the the alchemy of that from some of the stories that I hear. But it's just Mm -hmm. like, it just shows you that the way you impact, like the way you choose to see it and the way you go in with intention, it just... You can just create it can, your yeah, whole world. Yeah, it just changes yeah. everything. Because I never would have, I didn't really think about it that way either. Yeah, but like I'm now excited that you're for people it, to hear yeah. this. And I'm like, like, oh, you know, it's not yeah. as, yeah. Exactly what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And like, that's exactly my, the impression that I hope to like leave on the world with that is just like defying the stigmas because so many like lives have been cost and mm-hmm. so many people have been in danger because of the stigmas that we like harshly put on sex workers strippers like any kind of adult entertainment like you know um and that that really is a whole umbrella and it like what we just you know the ways that we've treated this industry has been so harmful and if we can just normalize shit a little bit Mm -hmm. like we're all seeking our own healing in some way and you know yeah it's it's going to be received by some and maybe not by others like Mm -hmm. you know but we're out there doing the work regardless and honestly something kind of shifted in me like a few years in. like don't get me wrong at first I was just kind of lost like you know oh cool I have fun money to buy tattoos with like you know I was 19 when I started dancing and it was only really after realizing the manifestation the power and how quickly I can see it happen I was like okay I'm starting to believe in something here and I knew I was good at what I did and I felt like it was a true calling and I enjoyed it. Um, so I just started to think of it as like, okay, this is an opportunity for me to bring my gift into the world and my healing into the world. So every person that walked away from me 
was a different person. Like I, I wanted to leave them better than how they came mm. to me. Yeah. So I looked at that as a perfect opportunity to do that. And all of the men, even women that I have met and connected with, you know, so yeah, it was like, that's, that's it, you know? Mm. <laughs> so do you see yourself like, do you, do you like your vision, your goal, like where, where are you thinking? Like, where do you see your work going in the next chapter? So I'm not, I'm not currently dancing. I'm just, um, <clears throat> you know, I'm trying to focus on my, my other endeavors. Um, I, I would like to, you know, kind of explore the, um, the areas around, like I'm going into Denver soon and I kind of want to check out the club scene in Denver. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I do, I like to fall on that as like, okay, this is great. A great way to make, you know, like some money and set a certain goal and go in there, um, with a desired outcome and like attain my goals pretty easily. And I see it happen in real time. And it, it's, you know, when we see that manifestation, it builds that esteem and, and makes us kind of believe in ourselves a little bit to propel and keep us moving forward. Um, so I love to practice that for like abundance, you know, rituals and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so um, I guess right now, you know, I'm just, I'm looking for it to be kind of um, a tool. If I like, if I need it, it's there. And um, if I, if I miss, if I kind of get the hankering and I just kind of miss, miss the mm -hmm. club scene, you know? Um, I was, I feel like in the past, I missed the club most when it was like being taken from me. Like if I was in a relationship and I didn't feel like I could do both, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, make a boyfriend happy and also have the job that I wanted to do. It was not really, not really attainable in my experience. Um, mm. and so the times where that was the case, it was when I missed it the most. And I, I want to be empowered enough to like choose to not be there if I don't, if I don't feel like I it feel right like now. we just, we literally just kind of had this conversation with marijuana and like how it's kind of the similar thing. Like we haven't just like quit because we wanted to quit. Like we quit for other reasons. Um, but like taking a break from some things so you can like really step back into it, feeling empowered, I think is mm -hmm. important in anything that you do, whether it be. Yeah you know whatever um and I, I i mean my guess right now is it's just the season to do something like that because we're all kind yeah, of doing it kind of yeah it's just like space. picking and choosing like what is really enhancing our lives and what is like just something that we've been doing like because we've just been doing it um so i think that's really cool to step yeah. back and mm -hmm. make that decision for yourself too uh we're all here just like I feel like the winter does this too is like we're kind of forced to sit with what we might or might not want to take into the next year and or these like shadow traits that are kind of revealing themselves and we're like oh mm -hmm. am I relying on this thing like you know and I don't want to get in a, a place that's too comfortable with you know like dancing and, and all of that in my world where I don't end up following my yoga and like you know all of that that kind of journey and I love being able to do both. I think it's such a fun aspect of my life. Um, I literally have gone from the club to the yoga shala. And like, I think it's like such a, the contrast is so beautiful to me. I just love that. Um, but like, you know, I want to have the space and time in my life and my heart to like pursue different things. Um, so yeah, 
that's kind of that's my relationship with it right now yeah i love but that I miss it and i just i miss it i i do i haven't been there in like a month and i'm like i miss just the, the environment you know yeah. i like it yeah i would love to um you know get you together for a retreat for sacral stimulation that would be mm-hmm. dope you know we're gonna try to do one or two a year we're doing our first one in february yes yeah so you were saying earlier when you were in a relationship are you single now i'm single yeah you said that's sad i know you even turned your head (laughs) (laughs) the double leo in full effect actually like a lonely girl at heart no yeah i'm just i'm single i'm just hanging i've like um, I like kind of explored like um, polyamory this past year. Um, I went through a really traumatic breakup like um, at, in the middle of 2021 and I've just been, you know, on my healing journey and there's like, you know, there's this like vision of the divine masculine, my divine masculine like in my head and um, I know he's out there like claiming me too, mm-hmm. but like we're just you know i'm just i'm doing my thing right now and like that metaphoric like thing is coming to me on its own time so yeah and in the meantime you're bouncing around the world mm-hmm. dancing chilling stimulating bringing my, bringing my sexual gifts <laughs> you know <laughs> i love it I yeah love it. yeah so so um where are so you guys you have your retreat in february and then um when do you know if you'll be having another like we're gonna do do a day retreat little sneak peek for everyone who's Mm -hmm. listening we're gonna do a little day retreat come spring so the month after our or springtime yeah with the equal with the like um maybe wait but maybe it will be after that actually like maybe it will be like early summer late spring Mm -hmm we'll do a day retreat here at the studio so maybe that'll be a good time for you to come to the land yeah yeah um love to come yeah yeah but we're definitely going to do our annual sacral simulation retreat every february Mm -hmm. which that is going to be really traditional which will be cool we'll have a special guest every every year but we're doing like a calendar which is going to be really cool it's going to be like a group boudoir type of yeah, like Bye. a photo shoot extravaganza. Yeah, I love which is, I love which that. is like the playing on the like you know dress up and getting into yeah. character yes. and that play. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna turn it into a calendar, a calendar like that is you know completely for shellies. Yeah, I love it. gonna be great. Yeah, so yeah. we're excited so about it. We have four more. Four more. Four more spots left. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening, hit us up. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, it just sounds like it's going to be so magical. I just love when, like, so many women come together with, like, the same kind of, like, collective mission. Just so much Yeah, I mean, I've been visualizing. Kales has been visualizing. Like, we've been, like, brewing it up. And it's just, like, Mm -hmm. it's just so, it is so juicy. It really is going to be a good time. And it's been coming in, like, little bits, too. Like, we didn't plan it all at once. It's just, like, continually, like, evolving. Yeah, and it's still, like, there's so much flow in it because yeah. it has to, yeah. you know, it, it has, has to be. be. But it's yeah. it's exciting. We have um, 
one of my favorite photographers, shout out Blue, coming to take the photos. And then we have Alex coming. She does sex readings. She's She's been on the podcast a few she's, times. Yeah, she's really, really She's fun. a vibe, yeah. Um, yeah, yoga, movement. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a mas- massage train. Mm-hmm. We got some juicy stuff planned. We yeah. do. Oh my God. We have a whole I'm lot. So- like the dress code is like nothing or like lingerie or silk like it's just gonna be like a big sleepover when this is what like this is what I was thinking because like I have this when I was talking about like being in this in the club as someone who Kale asked the question that I was gonna ask Mm -hmm. because we went to the sex club together as a date night I listened to this episode yes okay and see and that's like and that energy is the energy like it's very low vibrational yeah and that's what I would think and I would be but you you totally changed my mind on it though yeah and now I'm like hmm what am I like how can I go back in a different maybe we don't go back there though it's just like when I when I think of like you know the I guess it's very surface level the way I'm thinking of like Mm. the sensual of the senses sight sound smells velvet candles like the whole space and it's just like sometimes it's a lot more not that yeah right (laughs) a lot less (laughs) yeah sensuality is a spectrum um and it really looks so different on everybody Mm. and there's even been shame in like in that in this whole um new age like femme era of of being sensual and being Mm -hmm. velvet and being roses because that doesn't look like that for every woman you know Mm -hmm. it might look like dirt and grass and mud for another woman or it might look like leather and bondage and you know and yeah yeah and so like there's even you know um like some pressure around what that looks like for all of us as different women like exploring how to try on which sensuality suit kind of fits us best and it's, yeah. it's just our own it's for us to make our own um and then there's that for men too so that's like a whole separate thing you know mm-hmm. and like men ha- men don't really have a sense sense of sensuality it's it's much different more primal like in their sacral area you know um but like it's you know i think there's still like fantasy involved and there's still emotion and Mm -hmm. like vacation and you can you can take things out of someone and you know um move someone centrally and that can apply to a man too you know and maybe it's who knows everyone has a different fetish and everyone has a different like fantasy or of whatever that is um and yeah i think what like is not normal to us or what might be just a little bit different it, it's so easy for us to be like oh what the heck is that like yeah. that was so weird. because we could never imagine like that that's just not our thing not our suit you know yeah. um but yeah it's, that's what I, I got so- from that is like ooh, I have to create my own space yeah. of what I feel like is exactly that you know because like i feel like i'm kind of the dirt and the velvet together <laughs> you are yeah exactly yeah. See, that's what i'm talking about so like about. call it in for that. sure so wait so before you got because you're young i'm assuming you're younger because you said you were 19 you've been dancing for five years yeah. so you're yeah i'm early, 20 i'm 25 I'll be 26. 25 okay yeah. 
And I started dancing when I was 19, and then I turned 20, like, immediately after. Mm. Okay. So about five like, years. Before, yeah. So mm-hmm. prior to you getting into this work and, like, doing this, like, what was your relationship with your sacral? Did mm-hmm. you have, I mean, mm-hmm. like, were you That's always, like, sexually liberated and in this space of, like, free-flowing sacral energy? Or what happened let's talk about i had chaotic sacral energy i had like i've always had like my shadow and my sacral is codependence and like that comes up that came up in relationships like i was boy crazy immediately and like you know was like seeking attention from boys or um you know really loved being in relationships i was super always been loyal like I love being in a relationship. I, I but I would like latch and get super jealous and get really possessive. And this is like you know, um, like high middle school, high school me, you know. And so that in the sacral energy like is developing when we're it's until we're fourteen, seven to fourteen. So like that adolescent time for me, I was yeah, I was like definitely you know grew up fast and developed fast like you know, like was just very interested in these hormonal changes and everything mm-hmm. that was going on. I was interested in how I could like exchange and, and connect with people in different ways. And, you know, yeah, it was, it was just fun. Um, I also was like, I was that chick who got in trouble for like having her nudes spread like around <laughs> high school. So like, I was kind of like that, like shameless, you know, here you can see it. And like, it wasn't, you know, obviously that came with its share of like bullying and, and trauma and stuff from that, but it wasn't, it, there wasn't this like shame around my body. I didn't have any like, you know, like I, I was very liberated. I was very, you know, even with my imperfections and all like feeling like, okay, you know, yeah, I was like dancing naked in my underwear at home before ever auditioning at the strip club, you know, like I was just, always yeah um pretty pretty shameless and liberated um but this is like when I started learning about my sacral chakra I was like oh wow I had a pretty overactive sacral Mm -hmm. you know I was like maybe a little bit too over overactive in that area and always have kind of needed like my sense of grounding with that so that's something I'd say I have a little bit better of a grip on Mm -hmm. (laughs) nowadays Mm -hmm. yeah Mm yeah yeah Interesting. But that was that's a good question too. Yeah, yeah. Because I love that, and and mm-hmm. I think about like the when you were just talking. Because my daughter, she's in that space right now. She's going to be sixteen next year, so she's like a little bit out of the like fully, you know, moving into like more yeah. action based, which is you know yeah. still kind of scary. But <laughs> right. But she's super liberated in her body, too, and she has no shame, you know, like, I am her mother, so she sees me, like, naked all the time running around, so she's very comfortable and this, like, liberated in her body, but there's a lot of shame that she still has in just, in, like you said, like, the the sacred or the like the horror or the judgment you get from just being in that space from other people you know and it's like mostly mostly girls other girls too you know no matter which way you twist it it always is 
But like we, I mean, it's just so deep, the layers of shame and guilt mm-hmm. and like even people like that are like conscious and like aware, like just to see it come up over and over again. Like, you know, you're working through it on it, in it, and it's still like you can just watch it creep back up. Like mm-hmm. it's so deep. It's so deep. Yeah. <laughs> like back from when the that's witches different. used that's to get killed for being sexy now. bitches, you know? Like, Seriously. Like, that shit yeah. is, we came in with that yeah. trauma of well, just being sexy. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah. And, like, the the servitude, like, the, the history and background of, like, sexual servitude that, like, you know, women were, like, just really here for men to just exploit. And, like, so much of this has come up for me and, like, looking into my, my ancestral, like, wounds and, and trauma and stuff, like, on my matriarch side and like for generations and generations like we've been gazed and stared at and undressed with eyes and like that sense of servitude and that reliance and that dependence um and I kind of looked at my life as an opportunity to like reclaim what that means and kind of say you're only going to get this from me when I choose to give this to you, like, mm-hmm. and reclaim what this pattern is and the, the exchange of this maternal and patriarchal world, you know, that we're trying to reclaim a matriarchy and all of the trauma and wounds that we have, that our mothers have, that our mm-hmm. grandmothers had, and that we don't want our daughters to, to carry on um so yeah we we're just here sharing our stories and like rewiring these patterns but it is deep it's it's yeah Mm -hmm. yeah what would you feel what would you say to someone who is listening that is like feels in the space of an overactive chakra in their sacral energy and like what are some practices you do to ground yourself to bring you back in Mm. so for me in my life I will look at it (laughs) almost like um a stern like talk with myself Mm. and kind of um assess where I'm overindulging and assess where I am being reliant and that can be with anything food habits anything that we're depending on people you know gadgets whatever like whatever anything um i would probably instill some structure and uh really learn to rely on myself and if not that then know how to ask for what i need from others um, but, but be good if, if they're not there, you know, um, yeah. And just really trust yourself and also like intuition comes up for, for like when I'm thinking about this, because when our eye is closed, like our sacral is really willing to do whatever. And we, will not we will choose to not see a lot because our sacral wants to indulge in something Mm 
So having your eyes open, having your intuition, having your sense of self and your sense of discernment will like, you know, kind of stop that overindulgence and codependence in its tracks. It's like both of like both of the things that you mentioned, like those are the sister chakras of using your like daddy energy of your solar plexus to like you know get in there and like create some boundaries like kind of pull back more discipline more like tapas energy you know and then like that's i was thinking like that stern kind of talk yeah yeah. and then the third eye is like the gut of your mind stuff so it's like yeah those that's that's really great advice for that I also am like in this space where for me, like in my personal practice, I keep exploring like, can any chakra be too open? Mm. Like, (laughs) like, because that's how I I think of it, right? Like, yeah, it for sure can. But then when I get to like the heart, I'm like, can the heart be too (laughs) open? Like, yeah, like you feel, cause like, I honestly feel like just, I don't know, like, I've, I don't know, I, I go to, I've been living in the sacral space for a long time, too, and it's like, I'm pendulum, pendulum swinging from, like, how I used to be so rigid, so hard, so whatever, into, like, this space of, like, flow, freedom, softness, receiving, 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 and it's like, I keep telling myself because of, like, everything around me that I need to, like, get into that daddy energy of, like, pull back, pull back, like let's sit up let's sit with it let's talk with it and then every time i sit with myself i get i get permission to not be there and to like keep going in the other way and i'm like i i this has been like my battle for like a year it's like every time i try to to ground my sacral energy mm-hmm. it's like it's like no not yet <laughs> you know not like, quite it, it's like not yet like it's like not you know i mean i've done i left like juice it right that's what i keep that's how i that's the energy like i keep feeling and which is so beautiful because it's like there's so many there's so many seasons in ways that like all things are medicine like sometimes the overindulgence is the medicine you know like yeah sometimes Mm -hmm. it's the holding back it's the holding back Like, like she was saying i was just talking about with smoking like i've been smoking so much now that like I'm losing my intention behind it, my connection and my appreciation to cannabis. Like it's just been like smoking (laughs) mindlessly, you know? I think those are like the real moments of bliss in life though, is when you do pull back and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot when I come to this, like I just have a moment and I'm like, thank you. Like mother earth, thank you for this plant. Thank you for this. And then like you just Mm -hmm. reconnect, but. Like you just touch the ground for a minute, just and like then a just second, and then you dive just dive back, back in. Back <laughs> I think I did that with Dick this year. <laughs> with what? <laughs> with Dick? With Dick? Yeah, yes. I took like conscious celibacy for like three months this year, and I was like, "Wow, this is so empowering." Like I don't, you know. But then I was like, "Oh, okay, like I'm ready." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing. You know? I was. I've been talking about sexual energy with my friend Jay. Um, shout out Jay about just like recently more recently like I get into these spaces of like uncontrollable horniness where I'm just Mm -hmm. like super fucking just like turned on by life like 
literally like and sometimes it becomes like obsessive and it's like dominating like my every every space is like like why am I being such a primal (laughs) beast right now you know and then I'm like this energy that is so strong within me like I like I know if I can transmute it and and sit with it and like but I don't I'm like I convince myself every time like bitch you got enough to like release and release (laughs) and release that's so beautiful though see like you were just saying like you every time you tap in your sacral like has more to juice so just like you know like feet feet even feel into that i know but then i keep saying like what is this urge that like is it just like me just feeling Mm -hmm. the 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 spaces of things around me like it's this constant like sitting with myself and just being like and that's another reason why Mm -hmm. is like that discernment that clarity that i want to sit with myself is like okay maybe just like taking a break from because you know cannabis is feminine and she's flowy and she's creative and she's juicy and she's mm-hmm. all of those things for me you know so it's like you know yeah yeah definitely yeah the clarity I mean, of it do you smoke also, or do you like, drink or are you sober yeah, i um I don't really, I don't drink that much. I don't tend to like socially, honestly, like when I, when I was working at the strip club, that was the extent of my social life. Like the most drinking that I would do would just be there for like one drink or two, like throughout my shift. Um, and like, yeah, so I'm not, um, like I smoke weed, you know, throughout the day. Um, I've taken a tolerance break and every now and then I'll just not really vibe with weed or I'll need a certain kind of like, Oh, I can only smoke joints right now or I only want to smoke glass right now or something like that. Um, but I'll feel into it and just kind of like listen if if I'm not really concerned with it or if then suddenly my body's craving it and we, I think we could benefit from it, then I will. Um, see, and that's what, and that's what I was saying. That is what we were just talking about is that is like, that's the that's where the daddy energy comes in and says all or nothing or it's like you gotta wake up tomorrow drink your water never smoke weed again do 200 push-ups and like it's just like the ability to be like i was just saying this to another girl who's gonna take the cleanse with me i'm like it's just like being able to be like okay do i really need to face a blunt on my way to the grocery store that's two minutes from my house like right it's just like listening like Mm -hmm. listening because like i just get into these like human habitual actions that just my body just moves into and like that's where it's a no for me (laughs) like when i'm just mindlessly doing anything like that's not how i move like i move in and with intention and when i'm halfway to the place with half a blunt gone and i don't even like i wasn't present for it like that is what is like yeah I do that a lot. I, I do it more up. with food, I think, than I do with. I do it with food too. Anything else? Yeah, but then yeah. when I do take a step back and then I like pay attention to my food or like I food prep or like literally mm. will put stuff in little containers of how much I want to eat. Like it does give you a level of clarity, but I think like you have to be ready for the expansion that that clarity is going to cause mm-hmm. too. So maybe like a a part of you is like. I don't know, it's so juicy and warm and in this little pocket and I'm back <laughs> here and maybe you just don't want to spread the juice. Yeah, because yeah. I've been there too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I'm like hot pocketed in right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's those microdoses too. And toasty. Yeah. yeah. Just snuggled in, yeah. 
I love that. I love this conversation. I love learning about you. Double Leo. So your sun and your moon's a Leo? And what's your, yeah. what's your rising sign? My rising is Aquarius. Oh, okay. You have a lot of fire in your chart, fire and air. I am all... Um, I, I have no water besides my midheaven, which is Scorpio. Mm. So that also like that, that validated me so much when I learned that because I was like, where do I get this? Like, you know, sexual energy from like, I've been, I've been looked at and like sexualized my whole life, but I'm also not like a super like sexual kind of person. Like I'm not actually, uh, sexually hungry. Like, and I've just always been looked at like, oh, she must be a freak or she must be this or that. And like, that's where it all kind of made sense for me because I was like, oh, the midheaven is like how you appear to the world and what you bring to the world and like the energy that you bring your message to the world. And it's like also oftentimes your career path. And so having a path like under the sex work umbrella just makes so much sense having a Scorpio midheaven, which like oh, yeah. rules the you know and um yeah so that validated me so much but i'm other than that i'm like all fire air and like a little bit of earth um yeah so when you went uh, when you did lots this, of libra influence too like the air the air energy is strong when you went um when you did your celibacy did you take away anything from that experience um so honestly no mm -hmm. i like i i wasn't like necessarily it started out like a little bit intentional mm -hmm. and then it wasn't fully intentional but it was just kind of like all right let me just you know see how long i'll do that sometimes like i did that when i i like stopped eating meat for no other reason other than just to see how long i could go yeah and you know, like just to kind of test that, that willpower and that, that discipline. Um, but no, I, I like, I guess if one thing, anything, like I also was, I, I did a few like liquid fasts and at those times, like I would be super sensitive. I would be like really easily aroused and like, so like if anything, my, like that celibacy, like just consciously empowered me, like I was like, okay, I'm taking control. My body feels good. Like the only one that gets to pleasure me is me okay, and it's yeah. not so for did anybody you, else. So you did self-pleasure. You just did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like for me, it was, okay. So like I took, if, if I can share like a little bit of some juicy details, um, my, I was like, ex, you know, kind of exploring my sexuality and I, um, came out as pansexual this year. So I was, you know, like, um, hooking up with, like women and here and there you know and maybe group opportunity a group setting came up there would be a man present but other than that it was like very little to no penetration um so i considered like my self-satisfying not breaking my celibacy because it wasn't penetrative so mm -hmm. that's kind of like where i allowed myself to go um and i eventually was I, I I was in so such a like active place it was like July or August the Leo season energy was so hot and juicy August was like the sexiest month of my life like I think <laughs> it was 
<laughs> it was so fun. And like, I'm talking like fantasy, like dream, like really, really fun. And then I was like, oh shit, hang on. I'm only indulging in this because it feels performative. Mm. And that's where I realized this overactive or overstimulated sacral like reappearing for me. And I was like, okay, I'm only pleasing myself when I'm, you know, taking content for OnlyFans or I'm only getting naked and dancing sexy when I'm at work or I'm only like trying to look sexy for someone when I'm going to have sex with someone like mm. and I wasn't doing any of that like just for me to enjoy like just for the self-satisfaction and like not anyone else to see not the camera not mm -hmm. my phone like not my phone not like the stage like nothing just me in the mirror if anything you know and um so that's why I kind of like retracted and pulled back because I was I was feeling like I was engaging in the kind of things for the wrong reason I was like well I want to like love love and I want to love one-on-one -on -one intimacy too and I knew I kind of needed to like help myself out with that mm -hmm, yeah. um, did it help with that like do you feel like do you feel like you still need to perform to be like in the juice of your essence and if yeah in a way it like I can find ways to implement that like performative aspect with myself so like in a fantasy with myself or like it might still involve performance like if that's something that turns me on like I'll even just look at my own content I'll just look at my own like stuff and be like cool this is hot to me just like the like yeah I think just interpreting um my own fantasy and my own idea of what that performance is like. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's great. I yeah. love that. We're going to have to have you come back on and tell us about your sexiest August ever because I want to hear yeah. about these these you do fantasy. want to hear about it i do yeah. i like mm -hmm. i do i mean we've been on for an hour right now but then you just like drop that bomb right at the end and i'm like can we go back to like the fantasy situations and talk up? Yeah, we'll have yeah, to. Yeah, we should do like a whole fantasy episode. Yeah, let us know. Like, let us live through your juice, yes. my love. What your listeners um, like most out of this, we can expand a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. So yeah. tell everyone where to find you. Like, where do they yeah. go to get your offerings? To get your OnlyFans? Like, all that. Yeah. So. My um, Instagram is Laura K. James, just my first, my, my name, just Laura K. James. Um, and then my website is theoracollab.com. Um, this is where you can find everything from uh, my virtual sessions, my monthly offering, my OnlyFans is on there, um, and some other stuff coming soon. Yeah, and we'll put all of that, we'll link it all in mm -hmm. the show notes at the bottom so you guys can find her. And let us know what you want to hear from her as far as next episode. We're definitely going to dive deep into the sexiest August yeah. ever. I, I want to hear I want to hear all about it. And, yeah, thank you um, for, like, holding the space for me to talk about some of these things. Yeah. And to whoever's listening, um, thank you for, like, opening, opening your heart and mind to... Um, you know, these messages. Uh, yeah. And your intention was received so, mm -hmm. so fucking hard because, like, the way you just reshaped the, the, the strip club for me on, on that, that level, Same. like, 
it was so really, beautiful really that's like if if there's nothing else taken away like that is so valuable <laughs> yeah like, it is it because it, it, it's like i feel like so many of us feel that way too and you just so eloquently put it into words that it's like yes like yeah. this is what i've been trying you know like you so it was so good so thank you thank you thank yeah, you thank for you. that um it's been we- my thank you for having me we'll hit you back I'll up to, to sign up to get um get another episode together yeah for sure yeah. okay and we'll get so, your ass to cleveland too yeah thank you thank you thank, thank you. you this is so fun i love it okay have a great night bye, bye. Oh my-